to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Perspective. Here we are with the next one. This is the last, I'm sorry, not the last, the second to last. So again, the number one thing, confidence, but today practice number two is about being congruent because at some point, often a major moment in your life or a major moment in my life, I ended up realizing that I needed to take control. I needed to define who I wanted to be and start living in accordance with that self-image. One way that I know I've transformed myself is by looking at Facebook memories, looking at my rhetoric from 2007 all the way up to probably about 2012. It's completely different because that was like a childish rhetoric. And then from 2013 all the way to about, oh my God, this could have been up to about two, even last year. I had a lot of victim language, but now my self-image has been completely recreated. So what you have to do is reshape or shape your identity by conscious will, okay? And align your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors to support that identity. This is Mahatma Gandhi. What Mahatma Gandhi thought, was it Mahatma Gandhi? Was that a boy or a girl? God damn it. But he spoke. What he spoke, he did. He was all congruent. So again, what this comes down to, that's what you need to be more of. So if we look at these performance prompts, prompt number one, the person you really want to be in life could be described as what? Give me some vocabulary. Me, benevolent, charismatic, caring. I knew those words probably back in 2010. I knew what charisma and benevolence meant back then because then I wanted to figure out some words that could characterize me. You know, someone who is giving, someone who is relentless at, at change, at change in terms of supporting other individuals who are in need of support. I want to be that, that, uh, that person that walks into a room and can radiate so many positive vibes that it, it could just reshape everyone. It's kind of like what Mira had said back, uh, back then. She said, if you're over the conscious scale of 500, 600, 700, you being that high alone can help millions of people around the world because we're all a vibrational energy. We're just all in vibrational harmony with one another. So I want you guys to keep that. I want, want you to keep that in mind. The person you really want to be in life could be described as what? Number two, three things you could do each week to live more congru congruently with that vision for yourself. So how can you become more supportive? How can you develop your personality more? Okay, is this taking courses online? Is it listening to different things that you know could put you, you know, you know, maybe approaching people so you can help develop that confidence? Um, you know, is it is it speaking a good word? Is it being more inspirational? You know, a lot of people say you're motivational. I'm like, man, I like to be more transformational because I like to dig deeper. Motivational is just like saying you can do it, like David Goggins. That's all motivational, right? There are no there are no cues to develop in anything apart from that. Kind of like Gary Vee. Gary Vee is just like, just do it, just do it, just do it. It's very very easy to say rather than done, right? So, what are three things you could do each week to live more congruently? with that vision. And the last one, three things you should definitely stop doing in your life so you can live in greater congruence with your ideal image of yourself. I'll give you a couple of things, right? I think what it comes down to 
is probably the news because it makes me more incoherent, right? So when I look at disgusting news and how, you know, how it really just messes everybody's mindset up, uh, I kind of put it into perspective and say, man, because what I'm saying off camera or what I'm saying off podcast doesn't necessarily equate with the person who is on that podcast, Right? Because you guys hear me, I'm like very motivational, but at the same time I could go to work and next, you know, if I see this lady in the corporate department, I hurry up and point the finger, the blame game and call the goddamn guy a racist. Right? And so again, I need to be more of myself. What you hear on the podcast needs to be directly who I am in present day. That's all there is to it. Now, to a certain extent, absolutely seven out of 10, but it could be much better. But the thing is, watching the news or hearing this or hearing that and staying too with all this BS and, you know, Black people this, Black lives matter, all this stuff, I could literally change my tone in an instant and go back to my ugly roots. So I need to do away with that. Because again, speaking up on social justices, I don't have to do that. Because again, my followers, they're not, again, they're around the world. They're not catered to one audience, especially the American audience. I don't have an American audience. I have probably a few people in America that never speak to me, okay? They just check out my Instagram stories and they probably post a couple of likes. That is it. But when it comes to other people, like, of course, out there, you know, in Brazil and other places, yeah, we could speak up about it on camera, but they don't really care about that. It's kind of like when I was doing uh, how to start a podcast, right? And so when I was doing that, what was it, last year, I quickly stopped it after about three episodes because I'm like, dude, I don't even know who my audience is on this podcast. Why am I creating podcasts on how to start podcasts, but the people who are listening to me don't really give a damn about starting podcasts? That doesn't make any damn sense, does it? So then I stopped it. So would I talk about creating podcasts on my ESL? Hell no. Now business, yes, it's another area that I must go into because I I just finished all the general English, so now I have to go into business English. So are, is everyone businessy on there? No, but there are a lot of things in terms of sales and marketing and you know and and grammar and all these other things that people can pick up. And I don't want people to look at business as being in meetings and being very strict and everything. No, you still learn English and so many things at the same time. And luckily, they uh, I gave them the benefit of the doubt. And luckily, those episodes went crazy well. And I'm like, I'm so happy. They did much, They did better than the general English, except for today, which is really weird because, like, in the first six hours, I only had three plays. And I'm like, dude, something wrong? Because normally I have, like, 20 to 30 plays in the first, like, six hours. By the end of the day, I have anywhere between 80 to 100 on that specific episode that I uploaded at midnight. And so looking at the podcast now, I think it's somewhere between 20 and 30. I'm like, dude, what happened? But I'll just give it the benefit of the doubt. Probably in about 10 days time, it will approach that 100 and go over 100 for sure. It's not that it was bad. It was just, you know, Gen Y smartphone addict. So how can it relate to you? Well, it could relate to a lot of people. And it did because I ended up checking it online. And I realized three people in a specific suburb I never heard about in the Philippines, they heard about it and stuff. So anyways, Do you understand what I'm saying? That's probably the biggest thing that I need to stop doing off podcasts to become more congruent and to really establish that ideal image. So when I talk to, when I used to speak to Mira and you guys are probably listening to this and whatnot. And you know, when it comes to Mira and everything, you guys know the stories and everything. It's up and down. It's an up and down relationship. But now that she's very busy and now that she really deals with people 
who are very up there, like Jay Shetty and everything. I guess, you, you know, it's, I wouldn't say it's getting to her, but the communication does seem to be falling away. And that ego and, hey, when I want something, you got to get it for me. But, you know, when you want something, I'm just going to talk to you like in a week or two weeks time. That bullshit is starting to get to her head, right? So when I'm on camera with her, hell, I feel like I'm rising in consciousness because she's so high in consciousness. But it was a, it was a huge detriment off camera and off podcast because here I am waiting for a message, here waiting for a schedule. And she puts me at the very, very end of her schedule to even get back to me in regards to it. You see what I mean? So it's not very, it doesn't relate to her, her value system. So because she's a transformation coach, she's going to be one of the very few people with all these certifications in the world and everything. That's fantastic. But again, on camera, I see this, I see that, I see this, but off camera and what you're becoming now is completely different from what you were in March, which is a little bit bad. So again, well, from my perspective, now, if she never comes around again, I'm gonna be like, well, you know what? She was the typical, you know, the typical person that ended up taking that route and she let all of that craziness get to her head. I mean, there's nothing I could do about that. Um, but yeah, just putting it into perspective, you know, there have been a plentiful, uh, a plethora of people. I've worked with uh, Luke Burroughs before. He was a long, long, this was like a year ago. Right. And every time I message, I'm like, hey, you Luke, what's going on? He's like, hey, all good, man. All good. He would never let me in on his life. I never knew about his personal life. I never knew about his upbringing. He never wanted to talk about anything. And I'm like, dude, how am I going to do a collaboration with you if we really never open up? That's why things never took off with the joint podcast we had. Because when we should have been talking to one another about all the things, you know, all things, you know, in our life, we end up, you know, bringing other people on, interviewing other people, but people actually want to listen to us, not you know, they want to listen to us, not other individuals that they've never heard of. So again, these are other things. Okay, Luke, you do this, you do that. Although Luke is very, he's pretty much congruent on and off camera for sure, for sure. But he just never was really himself. And that's why I ended up saying, you know what? I can't work with someone who's just not their self. So that's when I retracted. So Again, for you, in order for you to be congruent, you're going to have to be everything. I'm talking about like when we're done podcasting, I don't want you to just go, hey, okay. It's kind of like Kevin Hart. It's kind of like Ricky Smiley. If you hear their interviews and then right after they click the stop and then they stop it, they're no longer the same individuals they were on the radio. That's, that's trash. What are you guys doing? Like you are not like Ricky smiles over here. Oh yeah. I really help people on this and that and that next, thing you know, I get you off camera. You're an asshole. That doesn't make any sense to me. That's kind of like Eric Thomas, right? Eric Thomas. I don't know how he is off camera, but he talks about all things him off camera. So I do give him the benefit of the doubt. But if you're one of those people who you have to change and conform, you got to just rethink those social groups and the social structure you're in in general. Does that make sense? So with that being said, guys, those are your three prompts. You got a lot of work to do. And as always, I'm your host. Stay tuned for more. Over and out.